about the CD you picked from the library collection and you chose the album Tapestry by Carole King which you'd mentioned is a huge influence for you at the moment. Do you remember when you first discovered this album or, or say a bit about why it's influencing you? Mm. I mean I knew of these waiata when I was younger but I never knew and connected them to Carole King mm. you know um, and so it, it's just really cool. I guess I've just been appreciating her as a songwriter um, and just as an artist and as a woman. Like, I just think she's phenomenal. Um, and I cho chose this record because it is the 50th anniversary at the moment. Um, I watched a really amazing doco. If you just want to search it on YouTube, it's literally just called Natural Woman. It's just so cool and, you know, has really cool exclusive interviews with Lou Adler and everyone involved and... Um, so yeah, but the writing in particular and the the pulled back, stripped back vibe, which after watching more interviews with her and with Lou, her producer, um, I was pleasantly surprised to know and to hear that the whole point um, of the way that they recorded it was to make it feel like Carol was literally in your living room singing to you. So they made a point of, you know, they were saying, we could have easily put on many guitars or just, you know, gone really extra on it, but we wanted to keep it minimal and keep it raw. Um, so everything was, you know, so intentional, but um, so, yeah, so carefully placed, but not too layered up, you know, because there is kind of an art, I suppose, to being pulled back to a point where it feels so intimate and you know it became yeah. like the soundtrack to everyone's lives at that time and a lot of shit was going on politically you know Vietnam was still happening and things so this kind of brought like a lot of peace I suppose and it just felt so relatable and really calming and that's what I'm feeling now with her as well you know I literally listen to her every single day and I'm just obsessively um, watching any doco I can get a handle on because just everything that she does um, and everything that she's about is just so inspiring to me right now. <laughs> um, so yes, I just absolutely adore Carol King. Um, I'm even learning so far away on my Hello Kitty electric guitar, which is so cute. I just love her. But um, yeah, she's definitely inspiring. Uh, like with my new theme material, um, which is of course unreleased, but it's all on a record. Um, I've got like the first two tracks that are going to be released. They're very different from each other, but I've definitely gone into more of like a kind of kooky, uh, twisted ballad space, as well as some hardcore Riot Girl tracks. And so f um, in that ballad space, I guess the whole like art of imperfection that she's got there 
is really inspiring to me. So, you know, not having to have like a perfectly glossy piano, but having one with a bit of character that's a bit clangy, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, so, yeah. yeah, just adore Carol. Pretty much like nearly know everything about her. <laughs> like for example, her last name was Klein and then she changed it to King and her name, um, her first name did not have an E on the end. She popped that on because she felt like she was going to be bougie and because she's Jewish, um, Klein is like known as an ethnic name back then. So she tried mm. to, you know, make herself a little more accessible, I suppose. She's just, yeah, just up her artist name to make it more, yeah, King is... Yeah. To make it not Jewish, I suppose. Yeah, I like like at that time, you know, exactly. Woman. Yeah. And it's funny when you say adding E to the end of Carol to make it Carol, even though you don't really pronounce it. Yeah. Like, is that more bougie? Actually, yeah. It just, does. Like it does softer. make it look really cool. I know, instead of instead of just Carol Soccer. like that. And then I love yeah. the art as well. And like, um, I've stayed in Laurel Canyon, which is, this is on Appian oh. Way, um, just off Wonderland up in Laurel. Um, and so it's just been really, really cool knowing that, um, you know, when I was up there, it's just really not very far away from Sweet Carol and where she um, had her, you know, album cover taken. Same as like Joni as well, you know, they were all up there at the same time, oh. which is really amazing. But I freaking love this. And there's like um, her, this house literally went on the market and sold like two years ago for like one and a half mil. It's so crazy. Just everything like about this, like even she, um, her and her ex at that time mm. bought houses just up the road from each other so that they could, you know, their children could, their girls could just walk from one house to the other. Oh. So the breakup wasn't as bad. So, wow, I clearly am majorly wow. crushing on Carol right now. It's lovely. I guess I, I love from it. the documentary, but also maybe from just being a fan, from like doing your reading. For <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. Just from, I honestly just watch every documentary I can because I when I like just, you know, obsess over someone, I just want to know everything about them, especially someone that, you know, I really admire their work and everything that, you know, she's she's done and um, stands for, I suppose. That's amazing. Because I, I, I didn't grow up with this album, but Knowing that there's a documentary out and it happens to be the 50th anniversary, not that you need an excuse. Yeah. Sounds like a great doco. That's so cool. What a great choice. Oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so stoked at how cool that, like you said, the one that we chose is effectively two records in one because you get the beautiful live record as well, which is so special. I love listening to live records yeah. of people. Like, um, one of my favorite records is um the stevie nicks rarities one where it's like literally all of her demos and so it's like all the vocals are untouched everything's really like clangy um but the some of them i actually prefer almost to the final um tracks that you hear because mm. there's just something so vulnerable and amazing and you know their early stages where usually they're a little more ballady rather than you know they haven't got the big kicks and like everything like that in them so yeah it'll be kind of it'll be so cool to um hear that one yeah sure i had i had a couple of more one and a half more questions i always have a a covid covid times related question for this for this series of interviews and this is like uh, your post lockdown gig memories last year being the big year of COVID 2020. One thing I like to ask people who come in is, do you remember the first gig you went to or performed at after the big lockdown we had last year? And I guess by that I mean the big New Zealand lockdown that was like probably like six weeks until May. But it could be any kind of post-lockdown. True. Big memory that, yeah. 
do you remember like the crowd or how was it it was performing yeah how did you feel um well my first gig um that i performed at like an in real life one of course i did many of the mm. cyber ones which were so cool but the first in real life one was with my friend um Aaliyah, who's known as baby Zionoff. um and um it was uh her release show for her album that she'd uh, done, which was, funnily enough, club, clubbing in the time of cholera. Um, and uh, it was Baby Zionoff, myself, Kylie Monogamy, who's now my DJ, who's really amazing. We literally met at that. We'd done some cyber gigs, um, and then we literally met in real life at um, Aaliyah's gig, which was so cute. And... Um, yeah, it was really, really cool. It was in the whammy back room and all of us were just very, very like equally freaked out because it was so weird being in that close proximity to people, but also just buzzing because um, when you haven't performed uh, in real life for a while, it's just such a different energy compared to performing on, you know, over like cyber where you don't get that, you know, physical body to body kind of vibe. You, you know, you're just seeing people, but you're not feeling the energy. Mm. So it was really special and very memorable, you know? Yeah. And uh, I remember um, just being so stoked. I didn't really want to go home and so stayed until the end of everyone's sets and then, um, you know, wandered down K Road and just went to the um, Butter Chicken Factory. <laughs> it was so cute and just sat there till like 2 a.m. and one of my mates, you know, it was cute. Oh, it's lovely. It was really cool. Yeah, I bet you wouldn't want to go home because it's just like no. a lot of people said, like, just being around people is yeah. quite full on when you've come out of a lockdown wherever you were having a lockdown or yeah. just suddenly being in a room full of energy exchange. And it makes you remember, you know, I guess the the goodness of performing live and like I guess as an artist as well, it just feeds that part of you that longs to express yourself, you know, yeah. and connect with people. And it was just so cool. So great. Because nothing can really quite replace that. No. The, the live streaming and the cyber version things is like obviously gratifying in a different way that you can do it. And technically amazing that people can do all the time zone coordinating as well, I think. Yeah. Like but yeah, nothing would beat the real thing. Yeah. I'm a live gig junkie. So oh my gosh. I've, I've gone to a million gigs. But, um, so that's like a favourite question. And this, this is all extra question. Heard you mention in the radio interview that you, you have some gigs coming up? a quite impressive band that that may include some well-known New Zealand musician names and are they some of the people that you played with at the Civic Theatre at the Cabaret Festival? Yes yes they were yeah so my band I suppose like kind of like changes and flows depending on like who's available and who's around and everything mm -hmm. but I love for Tikahu um, to include you know my friends who um, are either Māori and on that like reclamation journey or um, Pākehā and just wanting to like I suppose you know serve the community and be involved and um, so yeah some of my friends that uh, have been performing uh, with me at the moment and hopefully well into the future are John Holland um, I believe he is Ngāti Pro, uh, Hina my friend uh, Amy um, Shane Shane Carter and Delaney Davidson um, and yeah it's a great time it's really special I really like performing with them because um, back when we did a show that um, 
Delaney curated called Spell on You for the Auckland Arts Festival. Um, it was really sweet, you know, it was all based on kind of like love songs and or songs that had like an element of love to them, whether that was like heartbreak or mm. um, loss or um, lust or anything like that. And um, it was really beautiful because they supported me so much. Um, I was really shy about wanting to do it, but we performed Ehine. Uh, which of course has just been released and uh, we performed it back then which was so nice so I feel like it's kind of cool just to remember that and how they supported me before those songs were even out and they believed in them and so I just like to kind of honour them and have them perform with me if they wish um, and contribute which is really cool. That's um, part of the Tegahu. Yes yeah to bring Tegahu I suppose in more of like a live format which is really cool. The, the cabaret festival that you played with was it Delaney Davidson and Shane and Joel. Shane and Joel. Mm. So the four of you. That was that was earlier this year. Yes. Yes, that was pretty recent. Yeah. Did you know those um, people before they anyway? Obviously. I knew um, Delaney and I were re like are really really good friends, but I um, had never met anyone else, and so he like pulled me in. Um, and he was like, oh, um, how do you feel about, like, doing it where it's, like, um, it's Delaney, Shane, and Thea and friends? <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah, like, sure, like, I'm sure that'll be cool. Like, it was just so crazy because um, I'm, like, this young old kid and then everyone's, like, legends in their, like, fields and stuff. So it was quite hilarious but also really beautiful about how we all ended up connecting so well. Like, it's just it so nice. sweet. Like, we all just adore each other. And, um, you know, Shane and Joel come to mind lessons that I teach at Native Tongue which is really sweet and so it was kind of really amazing for their journey as well because they wanted to start connecting with their Taha Māori but never really you know known where to start and stuff and then they met me and then literally we'd only like met each other for like an hour and then they were like wanting to sign up which was so sweet That's like, so it's been really special for them you know yeah that is a nice like kind of yeah. connection I know it makes me think the Delaney's like Delaney in this in this story was kind of like the the connector, yeah, catalyst kind of person. Yeah, is he someone who knows everyone? He's like, think that. <laughs> he is. He knows literally everyone. It's crazy, and he I, he was like the for sure like the social conductor where he was just like ding ding yeah. ding How picked everyone. To, these guys. Yeah, it would seem unlikely to people outside of this. Yeah, chat, thinking, oh, these people are all friends and working together. But yeah. it's, not, it's a, the beauty of a small scene, a small country where, yeah. well, none of us can go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So we get more beautiful collaborations like this. That's a, that's a great note to end on. Honestly, it was uh, so cool. Thanks so much for coming in, Ed. Oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah, it's great to talk to you, and I look forward to seeing one of your live shows very soon. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks again for having me. It was a pleasure. You've been listening to an interview with Thea. Tracks used in this podcast are by Thea or Thea in Vain for part one and Carol King for part two. To hear more podcasts, check out the Auckland Library SoundCloud page and subscribe. Go, I reached for you and I